Hi, wherever you're listening to me, I hope you're doing well. I'm Hari Arakli, and this is today's tech briefing. Vice Media, the New York media and entertainment company that filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy earlier this week, owes Indian IT services company Wipro around $10 million. Economic Times reports, according to ET, Wipro is the largest unsecured creditor of Vice Media. Wipro won an arbitration award against Vice Media last month for $9.9 million. The award was related to the termination of an outsourcing agreement between the two companies, according to ET. Vice Media's bankruptcy filing comes at a time when the company is facing a number of challenges, including declining advertising revenue and increased competition from other media companies. Five years ago, perhaps at the height of its promise, Vice had raised $450 million from PE firm TPG in an investment that valued the company at $5.7 billion. OpenAI is preparing to release a new open-source language model to the public, Reuters reports, citing the information. The new model is reportedly based on OpenAI's ChatGPT model, which is known for its ability to produce human-like text. OpenAI has not yet announced a release date for the new model, but it is expected to be available in the coming months. Apple yesterday announced new software features for cognitive speech and vision accessibility. These updates set to launch later this year include assistive access, live speech, personal voice and point and speak in the Magnifier app, the company said in a press release. Assistive access aims to lighten the cognitive load for users with cognitive disabilities by distilling apps and experiences to their essential features. It offers a customized experience for essential activities such as making calls, sending messages, taking photos and listening to music. The feature includes a distinct interface with high contrast buttons and large text labels. Live speech enables users who are non-speaking or at risk of losing their ability to speak to type what they want to say and the text is then spoken out aloud during calls and conversations. This feature supports millions of individuals globally who are unable to speak or have experienced a gradual loss of speech. Personal voice is designed for users at risk of losing their ability to speak, such as those with conditions like ALS. It allows users to create a synthetic voice that sounds like them by recording 15 minutes of audio using randomized text prompts. For individuals with vision disabilities, the detection mode in the Magnifier app offers point and speak. This feature uses the device's camera, LiDAR, scanner and on-device machine learning to identify and announce the text on physical objects such as household appliances. It aims to enhance the interaction between users and their environment. Additional features include enhanced connectivity for hearing devices, phonetic suggestions for text editing, customizing voice control settings, virtual game controller support for users with physical disabilities, improved text size adjustment, automatic pausing of moving objects for those sensitive to rapid animations and improved Siri voices for voiceover users. Separately, MacRumors reports that according to analyst Ross Young, Apple's iPhone 16 Pro and iPhone 16 Pro Max models are expected to feature larger screen sizes, while the standard iPhone 16 will retain a 6.1-inch display. Young previously mentioned that the new models would have displays measuring approximately 6.3 inches and 6.9 inches, rounded from 6.2x and 6.8x inches. Additionally, an insider known as Unknowns21 confirms that the iPhone 16 Pro and Pro Max will incorporate periscope zoom camera technology 
an exclusive feature for the iPhone 15 Pro Max this year, according to McRumors. WeWork CEO Sandeep Matrani has announced his resignation amidst the company's ongoing restructuring efforts, Reuters reports. Matrani's decision comes as WeWork strives to regain stability following a tumultuous period in its history. The co-working space provider had faced challenges due to the COVID-19 pandemic and a shift towards remote work. Matrani, who joined WeWork in 2020, will continue to serve as CEO until a suitable successor is appointed. WeWork, once valued at $47 billion, has encountered setbacks including mounting losses and controversies surrounding its governance. In some IT services news, Infosys has signed a memorandum of understanding with BP to consolidate its position as the British energy company's primary partner for end-to-end application services, the IT services company said in a press release yesterday. The partnership aims to modernise BP's application landscape, improve business resilience and drive operational efficiencies. As BP focuses on becoming a net-zero company by 2050, the collaboration will also explore avenues for sustainability and social impact initiatives. That's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts on ForbesIndia.com and on your favourite podcast app. I'm Hari Thank you for listening. <laughs>